Welcome, beautiful souls. You are tuned in to Love Human, Be Spirit. With us, I'm Amy, a 3-5 emotional manifester, right angle, cross of Eden. And I'm Monique, a 1-4 splenic projector, right angle cross of the vessel of love. And we'd love to invite you to join us while we talk all things human and spirit through the lens of human design. We'd like to offer you inspiration, information, and lived experiences while we're on this human ride together. So buckle up or don't, your choice. We're here to celebrate your uniqueness and our own and offer a perspective that allows us to lean into what makes us special, what makes us human. So let's do it. Get ready to laugh, cry, and everything in between. And we plan to have a lot of fun along the way. Hello again, and welcome back to another episode of Love Human, Be Spirit. We are excited to be back and have some really cool things to chat about today. And just to go ahead and grab your attention right now, we are trying, we are setting the attention to have a little bit of a shorter episode. So for those of you who have a um, slightly less uh, attention span or tolerance for our wordiness, we're speaking to you today. And of course, I'm going to remind you, you can always speed us up. I listen to everything on a faster speed so you can get through it quicker. Just want to give you my little hacks. So how are you today, Monique? <laughs> You're cracking me up as always. I'm good, Amy. Thank you. How is everybody doing? I hope everyone's feeling good, feeling some good new moon intention setting energy, because that's kind of what we're going to be talking about a little bit about. Yes, to what Amy said about us doing a shorter episode for once in our lives. That's what we're shooting for today. And um, and and yeah, and uh, this this idea, um, I'm going to just start talking about how it came to us to do this episode. So I have this app on my phone called The Pattern. Somebody introduced me to it. I'm going to say a couple of years ago, but I'm obsessed. I think it's really cool. It has really awesome updates that it sends about me personally. And it also has these global updates. I told Amy about this app uh, back in January when we met and of course forced her with my to find heart, <laughs> my passion, talking about it, to download it. And, um, and uh, when she was ready, she did. <laughs> and right then, I did right then. <laughs> oh, did you? Did you write then? Oh, good. Um, and um, yeah, so this app gave a world update the other day. And um, as I was reading it, I couldn't help, first of all, but screenshot everything and send it to Amy and be like, oh my God, listen, look at these questions. And then really started to think about it. And it was, um, Amy's gonna, gonna keep us lined in and in the order of, and talk about some of these actual questions that were in this app that uh, prompted this, this idea and this for this episode. But the idea is this idea of enlightened selfishness. And this is a term that you may have heard. Um, I think that it's probably been used. Um, I know that it's been used by our teachers, um, the De Luna gals, Shana and Dana, um, in, in some of their wording. And I think that I've heard it used by others as well in the spiritual community. Would you say that, Amy? Yes, 100%. And so enlightened selfishness. And if you haven't heard it, that's okay too. I, I'm not, you know, we're still deciphering what that really means. Anyway, that's why we want to do this episode with you guys. And um, uh, the way that we'd like to think about that is, is the idea that what is best for me is truly what's best for the whole right? Uh, that's the simplest way that I think about that. And one of our teachers, Dana, uh, when we were on our retreat, gave this beautiful example uh, for this concept. And for me, it just landed so well from this place of like, oh my God, that makes so much freaking sense. Like, yes, let's all do life that way, please. But she referenced um, nature, she referenced nature, gosh, what a reference, right? But like reference nature and how, you know, if there's a forest of trees and there's like one tree, I don't know, don't quote me on this being her exact reference, but I'm going to give you the Monique, like, what's that called when you don't quote somebody, but you paraphrase, paraphrase them. Yep. This is a paraphrase of Dana's uh, example. Um, but if so, if there's a forest of trees and, you know, I'm one tree, you're one tree. I, I, I take whatever water I need. I take whatever nutrients from the soil that I need. I don't worry about the other trees around and whether they're going to have enough by, by, by me taking ex what I need to what I know that I need 
to grow and to keep growing. Um, it is truly what's best for the forest. Everybody gets that then each tree does that and there is enough to go around. And um, there is no idea of like, if I take more then I'll have more and then you will have less or, or whatever that is. But with all of that, is I think a big part of what is breaking down globally and societally in these big massive ways as we get closer and closer to 2027 and other, just as we grow as a society and evolve as a, as a world. Um, I mean, we all know the fucked up things going on right now. We could spend days of our lives talking about that, but we're not gonna do that. We're gonna focus our energy instead on this. And right now, this idea of enlightened selfishness is something that I feel really great about talking about. Um, Amy, how about you? So much, everything you said and beautifully shared. And just, you know, to spin off of that, you know, you hear us say a lot, love yourself. And we talk about the human design is the science of differentiation showing us each of us how we're unique and special exactly as we are. And so, you know, to go along with the energy of empowering ourselves to be so enlightenedly selfish, it's allowing ourselves to do and have and be everything we need first because then, you know, the way that we give out to everyone else is from such a full thriving place, which I love. And so, you know, while the new moon always offers new intentions, and by the time you're hearing this, we're recording this on June 30th. Well, so the new moon has happened and we're going to, you know, when we release it, you know, we're still going to be in a lot of that energy. And so we're really inviting some intentions um, to empower you to um, connect with and see what moves your heart and notice what you're drawn to versus the societal programming and the, you know, external noise of, you know, believing what you should do or how you should feel in a certain way. And we're going to try to weave that in to where that can show up in all of our unique designs, because we are always enough and there's always enough for each of us. And the more that we allow ourselves to show up exactly as we are in our fullest, highest expression, then we can then empower others to do the same. And so, as you know, we try to share our lived experiences with each time. And so we're just gonna to try to connect some dots with this beautiful energy of enlightened selfishness. Yeah, so well said. Um, I love all that. And, and, and thanks for pinning in the dates there and stuff. Cause I always forget like while we're talking about this since this comes out later and it's like the new moon has passed <laughs> by the time this airs. But the intention is still there and we are setting it now while we while we're speaking and um plus amy is a manifester so she's speaking while we're <laughs> all the manifestations are coming out of her beautiful throat chakra right now as we talk about this um in a way that 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 we can set an intention to be this way this is something that i choose to to be you know more regularly than i than i ever thought about this like conceptually i mean the idea of selfishness being a good thing is 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 something that's not so foreign right it's so foreign to me to think like that i i I'm, i imagine for you too right oh my goodness that was not what we what was taught whatsoever yeah. i mean this is inviting and encouraging us to reflect on how we've been nurturing ourselves and think about the word nurture that it's usually expressed in the way of how we're supporting others and so mm -hmm. we're inviting you to kind of flip that and have some deep reflection and then really allowing you to honor those deepest needs that you have. And what we're telling you is this is going to regulate a lot in your system. Like for me, it regulates my emotions, right? Um, and so just where can we find some of this in our design and how can we empower ourselves to connect with this more and allow ourselves to feel um, like a high vibe to being enlightenedly selfish versus, yeah. oh my gosh, you know, what, what's somebody else going to say? Well, first of all, I will lovingly remind you that what anybody else says or thinks about you is none of your fucking business. Okay. Cause the only thing that matters is what you think and how you speak about yourself. So we're really inviting you to get really selfish here and reflect upon how you're taking care of yourself and what you're doing for yourself. So one of the first questions that, um, that was offered in this, uh, that the pattern, the pattern app that Monique was referencing, um, is do you think that you're being selfish when you put your needs first and how could you be more attentive to your own needs? 
So, you know, the first one may be triggering some people, you know, if you're putting your needs first, um, I know for me where that shows up a little bit, I mean, I have two emotional waves, <laughs> but I think more than anything than that, it's um, my completely open heart center is thinking that I have something to prove, right? And I'm unworthy or undervaluing who I am or what I have to offer. So it might feel really selfish to try to offer something or do something or act in a certain way that feels like it's for me first. And so it's inviting me to really get the microscope out and take a deeper look at that for myself, because um, those can just be some programming conditioning things that are within me that do not have to be my truth. And um, that's just one of the ways that very question shows up for me. How can I be more attentive to my own needs? I'm very intentional in the morning. If you guys listen to our last episode, part of my morning routine is I get up and I remind myself I'm a fucking manifester and I'm here to speak into existence, my wants, my desires, my needs, my urges, et cetera. And so, um, and I do part of that in a journaling, but I've really allowed myself to be more and more verbal, like actually spilling the words out of my mouth. And that's helping me be more attentive to my own needs. And I'm calling in guidance and support from all around me because I know it's out there. How about you, Monique? How do you feel about, you know, putting your needs first or how do you feel like you might be paying more attention to your own needs? Yeah. Um, can you, can you read the question? Again? Yes. Do you think you're being selfish when you put your needs first? Yeah. And I think it's so interesting that you went right for your undefined heart in reference, and I'm gonna go right to my defined heart for reference. It's so bizarre how this, this just, this stuff works so many ways. Um, uh, yeah, I would say, yeah, I think that there's like this, even with a defined heart, you know, that means I have a defined ego. That means I I am meant to, to be uh, a certain type of selfish to some degree or self-centered maybe, or self-absorbed um, sometimes. Um, all of those words that people are like, those are yuck words. I'm not self-absorbed. You know, had you had you told me that I was a self-absorbed person a couple of years ago, I would have really taken offense to that. I really would have, I think. And But the truth is I have a defined ego. Of course, I'm a self-absorbed person. That's who I'm designed to be. And that's okay. That doesn't mean that because I'm self-absorbed, I don't care about other people. I care very much about other people, right? That's something you know about me. That's something I know about me too. I spent majority of my life putting other people before me, even though I have this defined heart. So again, man, conditioning goes in every which way. And, and, um, and that's why I think that there was probably moments in my life where I had these like um, poignant, I don't know, um, I was gonna say outbursts, but for lack of a better word, but like big, like blow up type of things that happened, um, probably from me suppressing that wanting to be wanting that that really needing to be putting myself first that my body literally wanted from me because with a defined ego I'm sorry if you guys have that little triangle colored in like I do that little red triangle that means you're here to be a bit self-centered and that's okay there's nothing wrong with you for feeling that way there's nothing wrong with you for feeling that way I mean and if, and if you have gate 10 like I do even more so I mean you have to love yourself deeply, deeply love yourself, be in love with yourself. If you have a defined ego, because that's the only way that you get to be, it just is the only way that it's going to work for you energetically. And that's what I've learned with this. And so I'm sorry, that wasn't the question. Was that, was no, that's fantastic. Because what I will tell you as someone from the flip side, allowing you to hear yourself speak to that. This is where I say the old Amy would have been either triggered or been like, wow, she's a bitch, you know, got, that kind of the old Amy's programming would have been like, that's not nice. That's not how, you know, just whatever, how I was raised. And now I'm literally over here thanking you and thanking, you know, all the universe cosmos, everything for showing me what's possible. 
and showing me that I can connect with that energy for myself to find or undefined open, whatever the cards are, right. it's empowering me to see that that is possible for me. And that it's actually me giving gratitude for you showing me that that's possible. And while, you know, I have a completely open heart and an undefined G and you reference both of those centers because gate 10 is in the G center. It's like oh, yeah. just being able, it's just being able to see that and the way that you having definition in both of those centers show up for it. It's like, yes, I get to feel that way too. And notice that's the language you now use. I get to, and that's part of the practice. The second question was, how could you be more attentive to your own needs? It's mm. like letting myself say my needs are worthy. My needs mm -hmm. are, you know, they're, they're important and they're okay. Mm -hmm. And where we live in a world, I mean, I'm 49 and I've been giving, doing, and being to everyone else my whole life. And it is really awkward, uncomfortable, and kind of fun and kind of weird all at the same time to be in the first time in my life, kind of like checking in with myself all the time going, am I good? Did I get what I needed out of this? You know, and that like we are, it's time. It's time we do that because then how we will be, do and have for others will be at a much higher level. That's the way I've just, you know, that's the way I am choosing to receive this and to allow myself to step into it. Yeah. And you know, it wasn't easy to say that just now. It wasn't easy to sit here and say, I am a self-absorbed person by design, but I am. There is stuff of, if you read like a lot of the foundational material, there's all kinds of wording that says stuff like that in there. But you know what goes with that? Deep self-trust, deep yes. self-trust gets to go with that. Like you said, it gets to go with that if I choose that way. Right. And that's what I choose every day. I choose to, to intentionally put myself first. And that is hard for me to do, even with my defined heart because of conditioning, maybe, um, my mom doesn't have a defined heart. So I was raised by a generator with an undefined heart. You know, I may have picked up conditioning of trying to prove my worth from her, you know, or from seeing that, um, uh, maybe, I don't know, or, or just societally, like you said, but either way, it gets to go hand in hand with my self-trust, um, my, my self-love, my self-absorption, my self-centeredness. It all gets to be whatever I, I choose those words, meanings, right? And um, I, what I know deeply about myself is just like you, I'm 40 years old and I have put others before myself most of my life because I, I think that I was very much demonstrated that that is how we loved. Yes. Um, yes. That goes and back. And that's okay. Down. I mean, yes. I don't, I'm not mad about it. You know, I'm not, um, it, it does go with my, with my design as well to love that deeply. So I'm not mad about it. I definitely learned about myself and I'm a projector. I learned through others. I had to love that deeply. I'm sure. And to, but, but did I have to go come second and third or fourth? for all of these years? Probably not. Probably not. Probably I could have chosen myself um, first very much more often and it would have been just fine. And uh, that's what I'm learning now is that I get to do that every day. And, and sometimes, like you said, it feels weird and it feels cool and it feels awkward and it feels all of that at once because it's different. It is very different than how we were conditioned to be. I think everybody, like to some degree, but we're taking that back because enlightened selfishness is the way we're moving. And that's a fact because it just is. This whole, um, in, I'm not sure if individualized way of being is the right word to say, but like we need to take care of ourselves as individuals and that um, helps the collective. But this whole like, if I take, if I do this for me, I'm going to get better than you. And then that makes me better than you type shit is what we're trying to squash because well, that's because just it's not real. It's not old real. way of, yeah. Or, or old conditioning or whatever. Very, very Absolutely. antiquated. And I just want you beautiful listeners to, you know, draw, I want to drive home one thing that she said, and I want to highlight it where she said, there's nothing wrong with the fact that, you know, she has this energy within her design. It's freaking beautiful. And my invitation is to embrace it to the fullest, whether you're defined or not, but if you are defined in that area and you've either had somebody say something to you about it, or you have felt uncomfortable about it, our invitation is to, in the beautiful words of Monique, get aligned as fuck, let yourself be selfish because it is quite beautiful. And so let the old conditioning and programming, it's time for it to go, right? There's no room for it anymore. And it's no longer serving. Yep. The second question was, 
which we've touched on already, are you taking care of yourself enough to take care of others? And, you know, mm-hmm. as a single mom um, for a lot of years and some really uncomfortable, challenging years, um, I have all the evidence in the world to show me that my body kept telling me I was not taking care of myself enough because your body is your greatest messenger. You guys are going to hear me drive that home regularly. It has all the wisdom that we need to know what's right and what's not for us. And, you know, I had all kinds of things going off in my body telling me that I was not taking care of myself. You, you know, you, the saying you can't pour from an empty glass. Well, I continued to try because, you know, my three line was like, screw you. I can do whatever I want. But the truth was it, it, I was really torn down, you know, really, really, um, had a lot of burnout, adrenal fatigue, a lot of different things that I was experiencing. And so now I do check in my routines that I have for myself, the space that I hold myself, my non-negotiables allow me to take care of myself enough to take care of others. And that is something I will invite each and every one of you to identify the ways that you can do that for yourself and let that be incredibly beautiful selfishness so that the way that you show up for others will be from such a higher place. And um, if you're not doing that and you're looking for a practice of some sort, you know, Monique and I both can help you and offer some suggestions from that perspective, but it's really important that you are doing these things, whatever those are, they can be mindful moments. They can be deliberate pauses. They can be, you know, just God, shut the bathroom door for for half an hour. (laughs) You know, like there are ways I get up from, if I'm out, you know, with people and I've had enough, I'll get up and go to the bathroom. I'll even walk outside. I'll do whatever. I don't have to explain myself, but I got to give back to myself, you know? And so that's what we're inviting mm-hmm. here. Are there ways yeah. that you take care of yourself before you take it so that you can take care of others? No, I mean, I like, you know, it's just, it just varies so much with me, but I want to, I want to just, you know, it can be these mindful moments or these intentional things. It can also be nothingness. It can be like, sometimes for me, it's too, it's, it's like, I just want to be like, no. I don't want to do anything, like anything, just nothing. I just want to like sit, like lay on my couch and like stare at the ceiling. And that's hard for me to just take that time and do sometimes. That makes me feel like a real big, like couch potato or whatever that conditioning is, or like lazy and all that stuff. Like you're not doing, I have a million things to do in my house at any given time. Anybody that's ever been to my house knows that, but, um, I choose sometimes to just lay there because that's what feels good to my body in that moment. And if I fall asleep, cool. If I don't, and I end up just laying there, literally staring at my ceiling fan, going around and around. um, I've learned that for me, that's super nourishing. It's super nourishing. It's where I get some of my best ideas after because my, my mind is actually rested for a minute, I've stopped taking, sometimes I think I'm taking in too much, you know, so I have to like do nothing. And that's okay, too. That's good. That's self love too. whatever, you know, this whole concept of self care and self love, it doesn't have to be like a bubble bath with a bunch of candles. And you know, 20 minutes of meditation every single day, or any, you know, it doesn't have to be anything, it can be whatever feels good to you. And Amy says this all the time, we get to do this however the fuck we want. And we get to really give our meanings to the things that we giving meaning to the things that we choose to do, I think is where it is. If you're mindlessly doing things all the time and you're busy and you're not, you know, paying attention to yourself, you're going to start to put yourself second or third or fourth. At least that's for, in my experience. And, um, instead of if I'm, um, you know, if I'm choosing to just lay there on the couch, like I was just saying and do nothing. Um, and then I start thinking about all the things I have to do, then that's not doing nothing. Right. I have to like remind myself like, no, no, we're here to just like literally just relax and veg. And that's what your body needs right now. When I really allow myself to do that, it feels right. It feels good. It doesn't feel wrong. I start to like those little bits of conditioning start to like strip off you. And it starts to like, just like the gate of extremes, like Amy and I were talking about before the call, I was telling her how like gate of extreme was kicking in hard yesterday. And I was doing all of these like insanely like like a lot of house projects all at once in like a couple hours, which is not like, you know, that's very man gen. But in that moment, I was, my gate 15 had a lot to get done and I just had the energy to do it. And I did, and it felt good. And I didn't feel weird about it. And I didn't, I don't know. We just spent all this time worrying and making ourselves feel 
some type of way about the things that really feel natural and normal to us. And I'm just really grateful that I don't have to do that anymore. And neither do you or neither does anybody listening. If you choose to um, embrace this idea of enlightened selfishness, because that's what it is. It's, it's just, there's, the more that you do it, the more that it gets proven to you that it's just the right, it feels right. It feels correct in your, in your being. And um, I, I hope that that's others experience, but that's been mine. I love that. And before I move on to the next question, I want to add a little bit based on what you said, which I think is really, really powerful. That energy of just being it's, that is like, we're certainly not taught that right. Since calm, quiet silence, just let yourself be. And I think a lot of people might be afraid to do that because especially if their mind is racing, it's like, we don't want to focus on that. And so my invitation is to do it without judgment if possible and think of your thoughts as clouds and just like, I actually have physically swiped them away, you know, just like, I I know you guys can't see me, but I'm just like, keep moving the clouds with my thoughts. And especially if you have a mantra or just one word that you're saying, like if you're just wanting peace and you just move the thought and you just come back to peace, come back to peace. And I know for myself, in order for me to give for others and how I give to myself, and I'm wondering Monique, how you do this, but it's like, when I'm, I have, you know, my client sessions and if I, especially if I have several back to back, which I know I'm not a man, Jen, and I'm working on it, people, but <laughs> there is still some, there is still some deeper conditioning in there. You know, I'll try to take a few minutes between each session and clear out that energy and reground and recenter myself in whatever way I feel called. I don't have to have a specific unique practice before I can then feel whole and ready for the next beautiful soul whose energy I'm going to, you know, be in, in the next space. And so I, you know, I'm thinking about you, Monique, obviously you have your way of doing that with your clients, but then how you do that at the bar too, you know, just letting yourself take a beat, you know, Mm -hmm. it's important that we give ourselves because the conditioning is you go, 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 you pull Mm -hmm. up your big girl panties and you just keep going and Mm -hmm. fuck that noise. That is not anything that I'm ever want to be available for. I already did that and it didn't really work out for me. So just learning the different spaces that you might be in and how you can create and cultivate that for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's similar, like you said, I mean, I'll go to the bathroom and check out for a few minutes. Sometimes I do that at the bar all the time at work. If it's like, especially now, now that I'm highly aware of the energy exchange that's going on. um, And as it starts to get busier, you know, when it's slower, it's easier for me to manage. I can feel the difference in that now so much. And in gatherings, I was just uh, up north visiting family in New York. And I, I felt that there too. There was times I needed to just walk outside or um, I needed to go to the bathroom or I need to go downstairs just to be in my own energy. And uh, for me, a big a uh, way that I do this, um, like you were saying, you were curious to know is um, I try and like, uh, I think this is like a, a taught thing, like look, like look at something you can see, something you can touch, something you can taste, smell, like for like anxiety to like ground yes. you or like, I think that's like a practice right out there somewhere, but similar to that, not exactly like that, but I do something where I'll like try and notice things around me that I find really beautiful. Like if they're, whether it's like a bird outside, like, or like whatever, like, so if it's in between client sessions, like you were saying to and I only have 10 minutes, I'll go on my balcony and I'll look around at the trees, um, you know, or whatever. And I'll take a beat like that. Um, and, and me paying attention to other, uh, pretty things around me. And, and that could be like a notebook that I have of my own that I flip through. That can be, uh, going to make myself a cup of coffee out of a mug that I really like, um, you know, inside of that and drinking it, or that can be me. Um, I don't know, going through some old books that I haven't gone through in a while and reorganizing them. It can look so many different ways, but for me taking just minutes that make me notice something that I enjoy looking at, like that visually is pretty to me. That makes me feel like, God, I love that. I love that fucking butterfly that just flew by. Or I love that book I forgot I had that I'm now reorganizing. Or I love those scarves that I just refolded and put all organized in my drawer. Like for me, those that's grounding. And then I'm like myself again. And then I can go into the next section. So I do like, it. that's what I mean. It can be nothingness. It can be just being things. Yeah. 
Like that's me being me at my, at my most basic level. If I could like stay home sometimes and just play with all of my like clothes and scarves and jewelry, I feel like I would have like the best day ever. Just like refold them and reorganize them. Like that sounds like a great time to me, but um, you know, that takes a lot of time. And so I didn't, I didn't always give myself time to do those things, even though I enjoy doing them. Like that's just one easy, silly way that like makes me feel like me. So then I'm, you know, energy recentered, like recalibrated, boom, back to like, and that may seem selfish, right? To others, like, you know, what if I like was like, Amy, we were gonna have a phone call and then I'm like, mm. instead I'm just gonna like hang out in my room and try on some earrings. <laughs> like that sounds like kind of rude, but like, it's not, I know yeah. that. And you know that. Yep. But. I'd be like, that sounds great. Let me know which ones you like best. Send me a picture, you know, something yeah. like that. Like we, that's, right. that's, that's, that's the picture. deep understanding and compassion for sure. We're going to switch gears here a little bit and talk more yeah. about, um, are you giving too much without receiving in return? So this is more of the energy of giving. Um, and then the anticipation or really, I just, it's allowing, it's allowing yourself to receive and oh my goodness, I, I don't have, we don't have enough time for me to talk about this one. This one is probably pretty ouchy for me. Um, I am not great. First of all, for asking for help, therefore receiving feels, um, you know, a little, um, uncomfortable because it's somewhat foreign, um, and so, um, I know for myself in my design where this giving too much energy comes from my completely open heart. And then of course my undefined sacral, I never fucking know when enough is enough. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so it's really, really important for me to, you know, shine the light on those shadows and allow myself to say, okay, I see where I'm doing this again. And let me tell you the other piece of that is, and you touched on this a little bit in the beginning, Monique, but it's like. I know now I have found my value and worth sometimes in how much I give and do for others. And let me shout from the rooftops. I am no longer here for that. I am worthy for receiving and having genuine unconditional love from others because I am not as a testament to how much I have fucking done or how much I have given to someone else. So mm -hmm. I would really like to stop that pattern. And um, so anybody that's in my awareness field, I will invite you to do the same. And I see it, that fucking energy of not enoughness. I have a whole blog of it. It is painstakingly, you know, apparent and, and it's not true. And so the more that I do for others, it's not that I ever expect because listen, I have the abstract way of expe expectations are just going to fuck me up big time, but it's like, I am open to receiving from others, even when it's uncomfortable. It is, it's uncomfortable because it's unfamiliar. And um, so, and of course my three, five, I don't ask for, you know, I just see a lot of parts of my design. I also, I know I have a closed aura so people can't see into me as well. My three, five looks like I have it all together, even when I don't. And so I just, there, it shows up a lot in the energy of my design and I'm working on it. It's, it's, you know, um, I'm a work in progress and that's why, that's why it's an experiment. And I don't have to be, I don't believe there's a finish line, but my invitation is to really connect with, you know, allowing yourself to have the art of receiving because you're, it's probably so pre-programmed to be in the energy of giving. What are your thoughts on that? So true. Yeah, it's so crazy. I just read something or saw something this morning about receiving um, today. And I, I really have to stop and think about it because I don't think I do that either. You know, it's, 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 a, it's a work in progress, like you said. Um, also, as you were speaking on your design, I never realized how many parts of your design is, is really set up to like, you really look like you have your shit together on the outside girl between <laughs> Amy's closed aura. So not everyone can catch a read on her. She's got a three, five, three fives are very like they they're, they're so used to bumping around with that third three line being in the front. And they're so like good at doing in life that way. And then their fives, fives are problem solvers, solvers, global solutionists, these like, you know, so they look so strong. There was like a meme out there for a while that said, check in on your three, five friends, but like, so, and then you're a manifester and like, right. You're undefined sacral, you're undefined. There's a lot of that there. I never, I never really saw those layers that it, that must be, um, quite the journey. Thank you for sharing that with Very us. Very colorful. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love you though. God, I love you. I learned so much from you. I, I, God, that was just like, it's crazy how Amy and I continue to learn from each other and about each other as we do this together. It's been, it's been quite the ride. Um, wow. But so receiving, yeah, let's, let's talk about that because, uh, who, why are we taught to receive more? Like, I don't get it. And and I'm a person that was very privileged. I received very much in my life. Like there, I, I was taught that love means receiving. I was taught that. I know I was. Like, I know I was. Um, but like from my parents, like, and I think that's where I thought it ended or something like, and then, or until I was a certain age and then, and then you get to did like, you stop no more receiving for you like now you're you've passed puberty or grown up or I don't know whatever it is but at some point I feel like that got like shut down like we don't get to receive anymore now you just gotta do you gotta keep doing and giving and if you don't keep doing and giving and like you know compromising and what a lot like wait what happened to receiving like what the fuck happened to receiving right like when your kids that's all we want to do everybody wants to spoil kids if you can if you have the means right we all want to like give to the kids and the, and and if you're a kid you're like yeah like my daughter let me tell you my daughter was in new york with us this past weekend and she was like making bracelets and necklaces for people and then selling it to my family members because she's <laughs> a young entrepreneur I love and, her. Um, and she was doing she was doing cute things like i'll give you one and then you can buy one okay like no no my daughter has a defined heart too god bless her <laughs> but she knows her worth. She knows her value. She knows that she gets to receive just by existing guys. We get to receive just by existing. That literally makes me want to cry. Just saying that out loud like that, like passionately, because why the fuck aren't we taught that? Why is that not said to every freaking person every day? Like that's bullshit. We're, we're changing that because it's just it's crazy that we think we have to do these things to um accommodate or to uh, uh build up some type of value or some worth or something it's like man I, like i get to wake up in this world every day and i get to receive from god the universe my friends my parent whoever my daughter anyone anybody that wants to give i get to receive too because I'm giving a lot of the time and I'm willing to bet you guys listening are as well. I'm willing to bet. I'm willing to bet. And if somebody, this is another way that I reframed loving myself is how it, like if it was my daughter or if it was my friend, how would I love on them if they were sad or if they weren't feeling well about themselves or like if my daughter is like, you know, mad at herself because she didn't do good on a test or something like that. And I want to make her feel better. How would I do those things to myself when I'm feeling that way? Or like allow somebody to do that for me. Allow somebody to do that for me. That's a hard one too. I mean, I don't know. Not for the same reasons that you, but I guess I have it built into my design too. But allowing or, or conditioning or whatever, but just allowing somebody to like give, that can be so hard and it shouldn't be. It fucking shouldn't be. It shouldn't bring me to tears right now to say that. You know what I mean? Yes. yes. Why are you grabbing your head so much? Today? I know. <laughs> I'm having epiphanies over here and she can always tell see me, me when I'm me. grabbing my head. Because I just thought to the effect, this is our whole point here. You know, and I always tell my private clients, what do you get to be in control of? Because again, this goes back to my abstract wave of expectations. I can only have, a, you know, set myself up appropriately if the expectations are my own, because those are I get to be in control of. But when I have expectations of others. So in this energy of enlightened selfishness and this energy of receiving, fucking give to ourselves. And we're talking about that. Yes, but I just had this aha when she was talking about how can she love herself more and that kind of thing. And I'm like, the five love languages, if you haven't done those, it's a quick quiz and you figure it out. And my love language is quality time. So of course, what am I going to do? I'm going to give myself quality time. You know, quit fucking expecting it from everybody else that, you know, I can receive it from myself. And that's yeah. just another really great way that I can receive. 
I can give yeah. and receive all within myself. And this is just it, you guys. Like we're complete and whole on our all and our own. And the more enlightened selfishly that we can operate, then the way that we give and be and receive from others is from such a higher place. So let's all mm -hmm. just wake up and let ourselves be, you know? Yeah. Please. And yeah, and you know, this goes back to it just made me think when you were saying that too, this whole like. Um, I don't know when I learned this, but it was a while ago, but that whole, like, you tell people how to treat you thing, that's a fact. And this kind of goes back to the same thing. If I'm treating me like I am worth it, then I'm going to draw in people that feel that way too about me. And, and, you know, again, uh, like I've had the blessing of having really amazing relations in my life, my friendships and my um, relationships have been very nourishing and very, um, you know, and that maybe that's my one for, you know, the, my one is deeply insecure and also wants to know things and it wants, it feels it's very empathetic. Right. And the four needs to connect. And I've forged those deep relations with people. And I'm very grateful for that. Um, and also, and yet still like there was this, this disconnect and this, like, like, even though I had that, um, being seen and recognized, like, I, I, I mean, I, I know I got that, but even still I wasn't giving that to myself. So like, it can show up again, like any, which way that you think about it. not, I thought I was giving it to myself is my point. Like, I thought that I, I was like really, um, but but not intentionally, not in this way, not in the way that we're talking about right now, where it's just like, like you just said, quality time is your love language. So you spending time with yourself or me like laying on the couch and doing nothing or like, you know, allowing, um, you know, myself to fully be me and whatever that looks like uh, without any insecurity there, you know, of because I see myself so clearly now is different self-love than um, you know, how I was loving myself before and maybe right. it served me while I was doing it then. I don't know, but, um, but this way feels good. And, um, and it makes me feel like the people around me, um, treat me the same, like treat me like I was wanting to be treated more, you know, but that's because I'm doing it for myself. Yeah. Right. And, and that, that was such a great point to bring up is, um, you know, you said that you tell people how to treat you and, you know, I'll take it another step and we're, we're showing people how to treat mm -hmm. us. We're modeling mm -hmm. how we treat ourselves and speak about ourselves. We're showing others. And so it's really important that we do it from the highest vibration possible. And that lends to just a lot of deep self-love and self-acceptance. And I can see in my past, I can't say that I've had great relationships with friends, uh, partners, <laughs> you know, and it's, it was, it's, you know, a product of probably how I was um, allowing myself to show them because of how I was being with myself. You know, I think for a lot of years I had built such a facade of what everybody thought or expected of me. I didn't even know who mm -hmm. the fuck I was at that point. Yeah. And until my body kept getting louder and louder, as I was alluding to earlier, you know, I just was having a lot of health things going on. And it was my body wisdom going, Hey, sunshine, you are so out of alignment. Let's check back in. And now, um, I am crystal clear when relationships, environments, settings, uh, family, all of those things that feel incredibly toxic. I just, they're just not for me because I'm not standing up for myself. If I continue to interact and some people think that that can come across being really rude or being really closed off. And again, I don't fucking care what they think. What matters is what I think. And I have got to really align myself to that truth of, you know, I do come first. It's so funny because the very next question was, are you connected to your family and friends in a way that make you feel appreciated? And I can mm -hmm. think of a million times where that has not been the case. Mm -hmm. And so this is one of those that I'll be checking in with myself because, mm -hmm. um, not that I have to be acknowledged for all the things, but you can feel deep appreciation. And you, I, I refer to 
people in my life, I'll even say this, you know, they're takers and I don't have the energy to be with takers. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like, I, if here's a, you know, an example, I would get on the phone with somebody that I would call a friend and the whole conversation isn't about them. And not one time do they ever check in. And I, I know I have a lot of that energy in my design anyway, that I am very giving and people have this energy to dump on me. And I get that. Um, but if in the, if we're talking about the energy of receiving, it's, it's okay. And I can, um, desire that need that. And I'm completely worthy of having that reciprocated to me. And so I can see relationships in my life where I don't feel like I, I felt appreciated in the way that me taking up space too was okay. It was just what I was always giving. Yeah. That's a tough, that's a, that's a big question that that last one I think it would be cool if you read all of these questions and maybe if we included them in the show notes for people 100% I think these are great check-in questions I don't know the pattern app yes you're killing the game right now because these were great questions for me um they're going to be still I mean that's a and and I, I feel what you're saying too with the relationships thing and it's very tricky with relationships because as I said, I, I have had great friendships and relationships and I, and I continue to do so. And it's something that I've always kind of prided myself on, but I've also had to, had to learn that it doesn't matter. It's, I'm still my biggest relationship, me, me yes. with me. Yes. And so, and me being a projector that always is looking towards the other, I can get lost in the other person very quickly. And, um, and it's, think- it's, don't you, I'm sorry to interrupt, but don't you think that you being able to say that versus me on the flip side is, don't you think some of that is the consistent energy you have in your G center and your heart center where I, I don't like, I, I just feel like both of those, right. Yeah. Both of those are, that's kind yeah. of, I don't, it's I don't, true. It's, yeah. it's just fascinating how it's, I mean, we, we really get to see both sides of the coin here and how these similar themes can play out or show up maybe but, um, but in, from, from different sources and, uh, it's fascinating. I mean, we could go on and on about this, but, um, was that the last question? That was the or last was question. You know, to take the next few days and set your intentions clearly, we don't care where you are in your month cycle, where you are mm-hmm. in your daily, whatever, whenever you listen to this and take this in, just trust that whenever you do receive it, it's when it's meant for you. Um, because there's really supportive energy. We're supportive. That's what we're here for. We're going to invite you every time to love yourself. We're going to yeah. invite you to um, really find deep love and acceptance for your beautiful design. And, you know, this releasing of anything that's no longer for us is allowing us to be open to receiving what is for us. And remember just some of the energy we're talking about here with the things that you do get to be in control of. How are you giving to yourself? Are you giving off the energy that you're worthy of it? Or are you busy, you know, finding the love and value by how much you're giving to others? And I'm going to invite you to see if that is even aligned for you anymore as well. Um, yeah. And you know, what and yeah, I just, I think that it's so many, so many of these things overlap each other. And something that just came to mind was the receiving thing. You know, it's almost like, I'm going to reference children again, because they're just one of my best, favorite, most favorite references. When, and my daughters, it's how I learn a lot of the time, but they're like, they're, they expect to receive. She expects to receive. She does. That is her expectation. Whereas for me, I have, to, it's like a challenge to remind myself that I get to receive still, right? That's the difference because of conditioning, let's just say. But she's she her mind is more limitless because she expects to receive things. The possibilities are endless when you expect to receive, you know? Whereas if I'm shutting myself down to receive, I've already like just killed like a million things that could come up. Yes. From 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 anywhere, from a person or the ethers or from wherever. But like I've shut it down by a limit in my mind of what I'm worthy of re- receiving or not or whatever, you know. So that's for me been the biggest takeaway from this conversation between you and I um, that I'm going to take with me for the rest of the day and twirl around my defined mind. Um, but um, but yeah, I, I love where we got to with it. I love that these questions provoked this sort of thinking um, in us. And, and I'm glad that we got to share this. I hope that everybody listening goes out there and loves themselves hard. Be in love with yourself wildly, really and truly. Like t- trust that the relationship with yourself and how deep you wanna nurture that is gonna make your other relationships around you better and more nurturing and more 
what you want them to look like because you're treating yourself that way. Um, in my experience, that's how it works. And trust that with that self absorption or that's, you know, self-focus comes self-trust, comes more self-love, comes more self-confidence, comes more self-empowerment. They go hand in hand. So it's okay to be selfish, guys. That's what we're saying. Be enlightenedly selfish and love yourself hard. And I'm willing to bet that a lot of the relationships in your life are going to reflect the same when you dive in like that. So much. So beautifully said. I'm going to offer one last little um, invitation. Um, when you listen to this, my invitation is to do some beautiful mirror work. There is so much value in mirror work. Get in front of the mirror and tell yourself whatever your mantra is. If you don't feel like you love yourself, tell yourself you love yourself. And you stand there and you say it until you believe it. This is not a bullshit moment. And it may take several attempts. Um, I have some clients that they don't trust themselves. So they replace the word with, I trust you. And my mantra, you guys have heard me say this. I have enough. I know enough. I am enough. And those are things that I will remind myself because with my beautifully undefined heart center, sometimes, you know, I challenge that and I don't want to pretend to be certain about something. I want to believe it. I want to know it's my truth. That's that Ajna that's undefined as well. Right. And so just really inviting you to get in front of that mirror and tell you all the beautiful things that you are because you are worth it and expecting it for someone else before you can believe it for yourself. They're not, it's not going to happen. That's an energetic mismatch. You have to believe it for yourself and show others that you believe it. So, I love that. Yep. I love, love that yourself. invitation. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a beautiful takeaway uh, mirror work. You know, I didn't even know what that was till like, I think last year, um, but it is a, uh, it's harder than it sounds. It is. Um, and if you're somebody that already loves yourself and likes looking in the mirror, great. Yes. But, 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 you know, play with the wording that you're saying, right? right. Maybe you love how you look, but do you love, you know, uh, your brain or do you love your soul? I don't know. Play with yeah, You it. might not trust Fair. yourself, right? You must, not, yeah, you, might exactly. think you don't have enough. You don't, you know, exactly. any of those things, but just replace the word with whatever you're feeling. There's a little bit of a lower vibe and but fall uh, in love with yourself. Look 100%. at yourself in the mirror and fall in love with yourself. Right. I mean, if you think that you're the best thing ever, I'm, I'm telling you, other people are going to feel the same way about you. Yep. Um, that's been my experience in, in the last few years of my, um, transformative growth, inner growth, inner work, all that good stuff. So, and the more that yeah. you love yourself, the less you'll need that from others. It just, oh, it, yeah, that it'll too. just, it'll <laughs> just feel really, it'll just feel really natural. You'll feel like, well, right. Not, not like from a, you know, conceited place either. It's just no. like, you know, like, oh, that's great. You know, it's just, but you don't need it as much. And, right. Uh, right. Yeah. And then you're open place. to receiving it more yes. too because you're not looking for it you're not needing it yeah that's an excellent point it's like you're not focused on that anymore that external it goes back to that external validation that external you know yeah and um and I just yeah I wish that everybody in the whole world could hear this episode so that everybody can be enlightenedly selfish yeah so if this one lands for you and you know that it's meant for somebody else please pass it along mm. right like yeah just allow yourself, even if it's, this is the only nugget one that anybody ever listens to, we just trust that who it's meant for, it will land. But with your support, we could expand that reach so that everybody will find deeper self-love and acceptance for themselves. That's really what we're empowering here. And yeah. we just love the space to be able to do this. We thank you, you know, for your attention and your support and guidance with this as well. We just want you to love yourself. That's what we want to do. And I'll put all those questions in the show notes and reference the pattern app and all the things. Great. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening, guys and gals. I didn't mean that like that, you know, but yes. <laughs> thank you, everyone, all the souls and humans out there. And um, and and we love you so much. And, and like Amy said, we, we want we invite you to love yourselves um, every single day, just like we do. Yes. Invite ourselves to love ourselves every single day. That's right. We'll all hold each other, uh, each other accountable. All right. We love you. Until next Bye. time. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. We hope you found it inspiring and digestible. If you like what you heard, it would mean a lot to us if you'd take a moment to follow us so you'll be notified when new episodes are released. And if you're feeling really generous, please share and review our podcast as long as it's a five-star review. Otherwise, never mind. Maybe just keep that to yourself. And lastly, if you're new to human design or just curious to learn more about your own, Amy and I both have offerings for that. 
We also have an extensive human design community that we belong to. So if we don't feel like the right fit, we can certainly guide you to someone who is.